You're listening to the A-side of a Dose episode. Dose episodes do not feature guests. These are the rare opportunities that we get to spend time with you and just you, our beloved listeners, and we talk our shit. The A-side features Empire State of Mind and The Subway, two-thirds of the sections in our show. In this part of the episode, we check in on what all the hosts have been up to, chit-chat about what's lit in New York City, expose something that dead-ass blew our mind, and shout some folks out. Then, we ride the subway and comment on popular memes, deliver some PSAs to the public, admit a few lessons learned, and put on blast the people or things who fucked up in our lives lately. Have fun. We sure did. Yeah, y'all already know. What, what? Uh, uh, I'm here. Kill it, Fuck up here. Let's go. What's good? What's good, everybody? 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 Hey, hey. This week on the New York Dose, Mahaya is the New York Dose resident photographer who now has a sister podcast to the New York Dose called Extra Juicy, underneath the Carbon Dioxide Network. Jilu is part of our YouTube and crew branches and came to us from Capital Piercings, a tattoo shop in Washington Heights run by her husband. Me and Adeloso are ghosto, which makes this the first ever takeover of the show. Tune in and listen as these ladies run through the subway, handing out gems about music, culture, self-love, and the balance between life, goals, and relationships. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Mahaya. Hello, everyone. And this is your homie, G. Lou. <laughs> and this is The, the New, New York, York Dose. Dose. The New York Dose is a weekly podcast run by a team of multicultural millennials bringing you pop culture chit chat, current events, and a dose of NYC. Nice. This show is compressed of three sections that are broken up into smaller segments. The main sections are Empire State of Mind, yep. The yep. Subway, and Times Square. If you hear anything you like, feel free to use the hashtag. TNYD or mention us at the New York Dose so we can converse with you or you can call or you can text us at 520-815-6670 and leave us a voicemail or a text message and we'll air it on our next episode during our Dose Mail segment. Again, that's 520-815-6670. If you didn't catch that, feel free to rewind this shit, go back 10 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever you feel and get that number and send us a message. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so okay. let's get started. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I can't I'll hear y'all, but it's okay. I hope y'all doing well. <laughs> Hit us on Twitter and let us know how you're doing. <laughs> What's up, girl? Right, we're going to jump into the Empire State of Mind. This is a segment where we check in and let you know how we've been this week. Of yes. course, <laughs> I know the child expecting to hear from DJ and Addie. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Be- before we even get started, we are covering for our beautiful friends, DJ and Addie. Yes. So, you know, I hope they're having fun and whatever they're doing, just you know, we got you. We got gotcha. you. We holding it down. <laughs> we holding it down. You, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard our names and posts 
the episode yes. when they shout out the whole TYD <laughs> team. I am Mahaya, uh, resident DP and uh, also host of Extra Juicy, the podcast. Yeah. And G. I am, G- well, they, my name is Giselle, but they call me G. Hey. And then my artist name is Gilu. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> so what's been going on with you this week, Julie? Well, so I'm going to just start by saying um, every week is a beautiful week for me. I, yes, I'm very spiritually in tune. So I believe that you got to be very grateful and thankful every day. Amen. And um, I just think this week was very, very, very hectic um, because I started summer camp. That is my job besides okay. me, you know, creating and stuff. It was very hectic, very busy. And um, I just learned from a lot of individuals um, this week. It was I had to learn from them in a negative way, but I turned it out into a positive way. And I just learned that, honestly, people do the most. (laughs) Speak on it. It was busy. It was hectic. But I got through my work and my everything. So I feel good. So everything that I learned is for the best. How was it hectic, if you don't mind me asking? Like, well, not even hectic. How did you learn from these people? Like, they were trying you, or? (laughs) 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 So, nobody was trying me. It's just, you know how I said earlier that we are spiritually in tune? Mm -hmm. We all are. It's just if you are trying to tap into your consciousness or not. Um, You know when we feel the fugaziness? Yes. Yes. So I was feeling a little bit of the fugaziness mm-hmm. and um, in my workplace. So I felt like, because, you know, I'm an assistant director, by mm-hmm. the way, because I don't want to get into the story and you don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an assistant director for a youth program. Um, it goes from after school and it transitions to a summer camp. And um, Thursday was our first day and yesterday was our last day of the week. I just felt the fugaziness a little bit in my workplace because I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just people trying me on the low but they're trying me in a professional way okay but they don't know that i could i catch on on things really really quick um i just know it it really put me a little bit down on thursday because i just felt like okay i did one mistake but you didn't see the big picture though Mm -hmm. you haven't seen and i'm talking more to like my partner at work I feel like that person didn't see the big picture of the, all the good things that I do, did. I did, yeah. and stuff like that. So I just feel like, okay, I, I know I understand that I shouldn't be doing mistakes and I should be more detail-oriented, but I want you to celebrate the, the, the yeah. good stuff One that I have thing done. shouldn't ruin Yeah, and then I kind of felt down, and I know it was the first day, and I just feel like they should have cut me a little bit of slack, slack. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That's why I was hectic. And that's why I learned from that individual and individuals because I'm like, all right, I learned the pros of what I need to do better. But the con is don't try to blame me. Yeah. (laughs) What's up, girl? How about you? Me? uh, Speaking of work, (laughs) working outside is no fun. Like Mm. I work outside for a living. It is not fun in this heat. This week has been like a heat wave. I don't know what's been going on. It's been super humid. And... I've been like just dying. <laughs> yeah, the heat is been crazy. Nine o'clock every morning, I'm like drenched in sweat. I'm like, I can't do this. No. <laughs> I cannot. It's uh, it's just been exhausting. But as always, I'm just like, who cares? As long as I'm getting paid at the end of the week. <laughs> exactly. But uh, go ahead. I was just saying, like, so, but the heat is crazy though. It really is. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. Normally. 
like I know New York summers mm. are awful, mm. but the humidity is always what gets me. I, mm. Like I've lived here my entire life, and every summer I'm surprised <laughs> and unprepared for the humidity. Yes. It it's the stickiness. It's just the people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to take public transportation because I'd probably oh, be in jail. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I took public transportation, the thing I hated the most in the summertime is like when you're on the train or the bus and it's mm. crowded and the mm. people's mm. sticky ass arm is touching mm. yours. Like I know that you can't avoid it. <laughs> you just reminded me when I was younger and I used to go to like eighth grade dances uh-huh. and people wanted to be lit and like dance on you and I used mm-hmm. to come home with the only stink on yeah. my shoulder. <laughs> Like, all right, I get with friends, but damn, girl. Right. Trying to make me stink. <laughs> my mom said, take a shower. <laughs> but yes. So it is. Also, um, I I went to a repast this week. My I had um, some family members, you know, some extended family. There was a death in, in that part of the family. Mm. Rest in peace, Grandma Paula. And Sorry. I went to show my love there. And it was just, it's... It was uh, bittersweet because it was, of course, losing someone is always hard. But the sweet part of it was I got to see family members that I haven't seen in a long time and reconnect with them. And it was just so good to see everybody. That's beautiful. Um, And I know, like, my family funerals are never, like, just a sad occasion. We tend to, like, celebrate the person's life more than, you know, more. And, of course, it hurts. And, of course, like, we have our, our moments where we cry and, you know, but we try to make it more of a celebration of their life. So right. it was good to see everyone in such a good spirit and remembrance and just happy in, you know, the love that we have in our family, like, in that type of happiness. And it was just it was just so much love in the room. And that's, that's beautiful. And, that's like, you love. said that you didn't you didn't mourn. You, you were basically celebrating. Mm-hmm. How was that feel like, because people would get in shock that mm-hmm. they're not sad, they're happy. How was that feel that, you said you were happy, but how did you feel at the end of the day when you left your family? Like, we were sad, of course. Like, mm-hmm. um, definitely felt the sadness. But being in the room and being able to comfort each other and everybody to see everybody who, who turned out and to show love, that's what, like, when I left, of course, I felt happier and I felt at peace and I feel like, um, the person who passed was looking down on all of us and like really grateful and just happy to see that everybody is so in love with each other pretty mm-hmm. much like so <laughs> that familial love just means so much to me and it's like even if you don't see your family members for months or years at a time mm-hmm. and then you come back and it's just like no time has passed yes that that was just really it was warming like that's I good just, I left feeling really good and like just feeling loved so that yes. that was that was a really good boost to my week. Whenever you feel, when you're, whenever you see family, it's like you feel completed. Yeah. Even if you do have awkward situ- like relationships with mm-hmm. one of them, you still feel completed. Yeah. And that's that's good that you got that feeling. Yes. I'm proud. Yes. <laughs> I'm very happy. And I left with mad food. <laughs> <laughs> what type of food you was eating, girl? You know, you know, black people. We had <laughs> oh, <laughs> we had a whole bunch of soap. We had, oh, I went yes. home with a huge pan. I had mm, mac mm. and cheese. I had ribs. I had fried chicken. Mm. I had some greens. I had um, I had some curry chicken and some stew chicken. Yes, shout out to soap food out there. <laughs> Damn. And I, and then I had I had some banana pudding. I just went home with way too much food. <laughs> Thanksgiving all over again. Yeah, but it lasts me until today. And, and I didn't eat it all by myself. I shared it. So yeah, that was also. A 
I like that. I'm happy that, you know, it was, unfortunately, it was a con, but yeah. you, you guys converted it to a pro, mm-hmm. and and then it was a sad odor of yeah. some soul food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and rest in peace. Rest in peace. Okay. So what's going on with Islit? Islit? Islit! <laughs> ay, ay, ay! Shouts to Addy. Yeah, she's like, ay, 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 ay! I be like, you're like a pro at that. Yo, she's amazing. You know what to do. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, Postmates is in the hood, y'all. <laughs> I live in the hood. So Post- you're saying that this is the, it's the littest thing right this now. This is the littest thing that's going on right now in New York City for me. <laughs> Talk to me about Postmates because I don't really know much about it. Postmates. Let, let's get into Postmates, okay? Okay, Postmates is a delivery service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, pretty, it's kind of like uh, Uber Eats, right. but better. Um, because... You can get food from literally anywhere. You can also get deliveries from anywhere. You can get deliveries from Best Buy. You can get deliveries from Walgreens. You can. It's not just food-based deliveries, which is what awesome. I didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah, and then so basically, you put you pick where you want to get something mm-hmm. from. I wanted food from Shake Shack, mind you. I live in Brownsville, and. Uh, when I first moved to Brownsville, the worst part about it was the fact that n- barely nothing delivers. Mm. Then Uber Eats came, and that was cool, but it's like still mm. not the. It's Uber Eats is way Ex- overpriced. Yeah, I heard that it's expensive. <laughs> For that delivery fee and all the extra shit, <laughs> but. So it was like whatever, and of course, like you know, your Grubhub and your seamless options aren't that yeah. lit because it's whatever in your neighborhood. So uh, n- my cousin told me. He was like, he was like, bitch, <laughs> Postmates is in the hood now because they delivered to his house. And I was like, if they delivered to your house, they definitely delivered to what, my house. What did you did, um, order? I, I ordered Shake Shack. I got me a chicken, a chicken sandwich. Which one did I get? I got the one with like the, the bar. It don't even matter. I got a chicken sandwich. I got me some fries and I got me a strawberry milkshake. Ooh, <laughs> damn. You're going to be hungry right this now. This was on 4th of July. Yeah, I don't got no money eating. <laughs> You got money. I get mi- no, I don't got no money. <laughs> but but um, it was like, what was it, like $20 or some shit? But I got that from fucking Shake Shack, and the girl picked it up. Because pretty much when you push your order in, whoever, I guess like whoever's in the area or whatever, mm-hmm. they pick up your order. She picked up the order. She ca- They tell you everything. It's just like any other delivery service. They tell you when your food's getting prepared, when it's getting picked up. <laughs> And then she came to the, like, I put in the delivery instructions because my other problem with Uber Eats (laughs) is that they give you the option to say deliver to door or pick up outside. I put deliver to door and they still be asking me to come downstairs. I'm not coming downstairs. Come upstairs. (laughs) They probably too bougie because they have their own car. First of all... That's I don't care. Come upstairs. <laughs> so, especially because, like, the par- where I live, there's a security uh, mm. on-premises. There's a booth. My building is right... To get into my building, you have to go right past the security booth. There's nothing to be afraid of. Exactly. When you come into my building, there's mad cameras everywhere. Um, there's nothing like a co-op. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be afraid of. You can leave packages at the front door, and nobody touches them. Like I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good good area in the middle of Brownsville. That's I so, like that. So I don't be understanding why they want me to come downstairs. Bring your ass up to the <laughs> elevator. Like come upstairs. So nowadays, I feel like a lot of people are. It, I don't know if it's me, but I feel like before 
the stuff that I observed is that people used to work like people work hard and stuff like that but mm-hmm. I feel like the love was there more yeah now I don't know like, like from strangers because yeah. yeah like delivery men or like taxi drivers mm-hmm. or like you can make a left on this now it's like a lot of things are restricted I feel yeah it is I, I noticed that but Uber Eats shouldn't give me the option <laughs> if they're not coming upstairs I always gotta fight with them to get them to come upstairs but Postmates she I put the, the instructions in when she came I'm like where's she at like it says that she's close by but I didn't get a call I didn't get anything <laughs> next thing I know my doorbell fucking rings I was like oh my god she's getting a five dollar tip that's like, how you do it like, she's people getting five know. stars I'm leaving her the best review ever just because I was so excited that she like I didn't have to tell her oh you need to come upstairs you need to do this and you need to do that she followed the instructions to the T came right to my front door gave me my food (laughs) amazing (laughs) I I can't wait to get Postmates again that's what's up so (sighs) guys that's what's lit right in the hood Postmates Postmates so let me see what's lit on my side I really do I'm gonna promote the Heights Washington Heights Manhattan New York City um, obviously there's bad and good everywhere. Of course. The reason why I promote that is because the heights I feel like it's getting it's getting very diverse. It's getting gentrified. But then it, oh yeah, everything getting gentrified. But it's mainly um popu- the populations over there is um Dominicans. Um, I'm Dominican by the way. I just got back from Dominican Republic. Oh, look at that. Ago. No wonder you're so nice and brown and gl- glowing tan. and tan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like what's lit? I feel like Right now, there's a lot of places that's lit in downtown and stuff, but the heights uptown, I feel like it's lit because the food, mm-hmm. the culture. There's a lot of culture out there. The other day, I was with my friend. He's um, He is from Maine. He brought his, his girlfriend. She's from Colorado, and it was her first time in the city. And we're walking around, and then I don't know where I turned into a tour guide. I was like, so this is where people rap. This is where people um, sell drugs. And this is where people do this. And this is where, and I'm just like, oh, what the hell? But she loved it. It was big. The thing is that I like about the Heights, too, that it's not dangerous, too. It's like, yeah, you, you see a lot of hood people and then white people, but then it's, it, the culture is there. Mm-hmm. You can get shoes that look like Steve Madden for like $15. What? You can get lip gloss. That look like my lip gloss is popping from the video music music video for like five dollars, like three dollars. Like everything <laughs> is cheap, but then with quality, I like that. And um, I think that's really it. Washington Heights, Manhattan. What's up, your girl G. Lou's shouting you out. You the heard? Heights. That's where it's lit. At. <laughs> I would say I gotta come out there, but y'all know I'm not going to the city. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though out there. It's a lot of music, a lot of food. It's I feel like it's lit. It's lit. It sounds lit. <laughs> It definitely yes. does. <laughs> it really is. Do you have anything that like? Do you have a dead ass this week? This is the the dead ass segment oh. where you know there was just something that made you be like dead ass. Like <clears throat> really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have a dead ass moment. Um, I'm not gonna talk about the whole work thing because that's that's work. You, that comes with the territory. Like you're not gonna find. Everybody's not gonna be perfect, but a dad ass moment that I had was um, I've been working with certain people because you know I, I'm I believe that everything that you say and you plan and your planner is gonna manifest. Amen. So watch what you write, watch what you say, mm-hmm. and watch what what you draw. Words I know it sounds very spells. weird, but you can bring anything to life. That's why we are human beings. Besides that, 
I've been, you know, talking to God about bringing me more creative friends because besides my boyfriend and I, we're business partners, but I wanted more girls to get in my team so that we could make this poppin'. Just like the New York Dose. Yes. We, we all united. We're family. You want to make it, you're going to make it. We're just going to help each other. That's why the New York Dose has inspired me to do that for myself, too. Um, I've been connecting with certain individuals that are very intellectual and they have a lot of connections and we all have different talents, but we all trying to go through the same route. Yes. And um, it's, it went well, but one little thing happened that I was like, dead ass. <laughs> um, this is why. And you know who told me this? It was Monet. Shout out to Monet. Shout out to Monet. Mo, Classic Mo. OG. You already know. Underscore OG. <laughs> so she told me, you just got to learn how to evaluate people first and don't give it your all in the beginning. That's true. And I am all out there. I am full, pure heart. If, I, if you scream out in the, in the street, oh my God, I'm going to go over there and hug you if I know you. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'll see you later, girl. So whatever. I learned from that tip that she gave me. Don't evaluate first and don't give it your all in the beginning because this girl that I was doing business with awesome person i'm not gonna take it away from her she's dope like she's gonna make it whatever she has to do but she she did something the other day that i was i was i was questioning her it was because we're all gonna roll up smoke some weed you know bob marley up in this bitch and um we all you know my crew we love weed and um she wanted to smoke with us she was having a little bad night and we was taking long to smoke. And my boyfriend, he, he my boyfriend, he rolls weed so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when he rolled it, he was he forgot something, so he was going back and forth. But I didn't know she had to go home. Right. And I kind of felt the energy again that somebody was getting annoyed, but I was disregarding it because we're just chilling. It's just yeah. the nighttime. It's like Saturday night. Um. Then he was gonna light it because just just to throw it out there, guys, raw papers is very like. When you light it, it's so technical. Like yeah, you gotta you be gotta very be careful. You gotta be very careful. It's not like a Dutch that is like psst, light. No. So he was he was gonna light it, and she's like, "Oh, let me light it." And she was already upset because he was taking too long to smoke with all of us. And he was just like, "Okay, let me let me just do it because I know how to light it." I think that she got the she got offended because he said, "No, I'ma light it," and she wanted to. She got mad and she walked away. So and she literally like left. Oh wow! Like walked away and then i was just like what just happened that right. ass yeah that because ass. I, I, we was having such a momentum we was having the fire she's really smart i really mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna take it away from her i just don't know how i'm gonna go about it now like we just she just left us very awkwardly and now she's not she didn't talk. then i gave her a day to talk about it she hasn't talked talked to me about anything so now I feel weird. And did you hit her up at all? I did hit her up. I, I, I hit her up and like, hey, have a good night. This, this and that. The mo- next morning, have a good, good afternoon. Like, I'm still willing to work with her, but I still feel awkward. Because yeah. I still want, I made it open enough, open enough, enough to her to, to say, like, I could call Giselle. I could call G and be like, yo, my bad for the other day. I was in my feelings or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, if you do something wrong and as long as you talk about it, I don't judge nobody. Yeah. Because who am I to judge for real? Yeah, the way I'm gonna judge you is if you disrespected or you violated me. But I feel like that was a little bit disrespectful. So I'm a little. I'm bit just con- like that's the type of situation where I'm just confused. Like, why yeah. would you feel the the need to? I don't know. When I used to smoke, because I don't smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't smoked for like five years now. <laughs> Shouts to my job. But <laughs> when I did, it was normally like whoever rolls it 
is the one who oh lights it. Oh my god, my friend told me that. Yeah, that's and what she I- told me that like two <laughs> days later. She said, Giselle, but but don't when you roll it, you gotta light it. Right. And I said, oh, I shoot, that's true. how it works. I'm like, the rules change. I mean, I know I haven't smoked it. Then, then, then the situation's got Eden's not in his head, like, yeah, that's how it goes. So I'm like Then the situation's got even more more interesting. Cause I was like, I have a t- and she hit me up like, hey, because we she wants to talk about her show because uh-huh. she wants to do a show too, and I'm very good at laying out a structure for a show, mm-hmm. but I still haven't hit her up because I feel a little bit uncomfortable because I know it was so simple, but what if we go forward with business? I hope you don't do that to me because I have a big heart and yeah. then I get hurt easily. I feel like since it's still so early in y'all relationship, especially as like business business wise, yeah, um, and even friendship wise, I would. Me personally, I would just like bring it up to her myself. Like I would ask her to meet I up am. and be like, "Let's talk about this." Because before we ruin this, before it even begins, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, I, I still, I, I believe in second chances. Yeah, I do too. I'm, a, I believe like, I know first impressions sometimes they can be to me. First impressions matter, but there's always a way to redeem yourself. Yes, that's that's yeah. exactly. And, and the, you know what's funny that you said. I'm going to take your advice because she did hit me up today saying, hey, what happened to Thursday? I thought we were going to meet. Okay. And I haven't hit her up because I'm here working. And I think this is my opportunity to say, because she she did ask me, is everything okay? Okay. So that's an open answer right there. I'm going to be like, everything's beautiful, but I feel like we need to speak because we do. Yeah. I want to know what triggered you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because in turn, like it triggered you because, you know, you feel some type of way about it, too. And, I, and, and she probably doesn't even know. Because it could be a situation. And Derek did tell me that because yeah. I did speak to him about that. Derek and Addy one day, they were like, she probably doesn't know. And Derek was like, you need to nip it on the butt. Like, yeah. you as a person, you cannot wait along because they're going to think yep. that their actions is okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that she thinks it's okay. Yeah, she probably just stormed off like, fuck it, I'm not doing this, and then just left and then forgot about it. It was like, whatever. And and now that she says, everything okay? Like, okay, now you don't know yeah, what you Yeah, because now she feels like... Like I'm doing yeah, something wrong. Yeah, like you're ignoring her and she's acting like she don't know why. Exactly. You're so her. that is double, triple, <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> dead ass. So <laughs> what I learned from this dead ass moment is I'm gonna tell her we gotta talk. Right. And even if we and don't even go, even when you talk to her, be like dead ass. Yeah, <laughs> like dead ass. Like come on, girl, you do smoke. Like right. we're all gonna get hot together. <laughs> he was gonna get us water. Right. You don't want water. <laughs> all your stress would have been gone in gone. a couple of minutes. You just well, had to vibes. have patience. Patience, brother. <laughs> you would have smoked that. Okay. But shout outs to the sister. We still, we still got. I still got love for you. But I will be that leader to to tell you what you did wrong, so we could be in the right path. Yes. And as long as she takes accountability, we'll see. Everybody good. We'll see. <laughs> My dead ass this week has been. I'm gonna go. Whew. It's nothing like no nobody personally did to me. It's just like shit that. Um, Two of my uh, two of these artists that I really enjoyed back in my day, uh, Drake and Nicki Minaj. I'm a big fan of um, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of um, Young Money, and <laughs> I just feel like they're being so trash this week. Like what? I listened to Drake Drake's album uh, Scorpion. Shouts to him. Um, I'm a Scorpio, so of course, as soon as the name was announced, I was already for the album. I didn't even need to hear it. I was like, what, Scorpion? <laughs> I'm in it, because I'm a Scorpio. I I'm a Scorpio, it. too. Oh, my God. When's your birthday? November 10th. November 6th. Oh! 
<laughs> Scorpio's taking Yo, over. I'm like, hold on, wait, like, because I'm listening to Dre, okay, Scorpio, yeah. and I'm like, wait, he's Scorpio too. Hold yes, on. he is. Okay, but he's an October Scorpio. He don't really count, but but we November, right? November's oh, November. So look wins. at that. Love it. We're gonna get into our little horoscope yes. late. Just, yes, just yes. tell me so about your yes. <laughs> we gonna talk after. We gonna talk. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so like I was all for it, and then I'm listening to the album. Um, I am team B-side because B-side has the bops. I, as soon as I heard in my feelings, I was like, this honestly should have been the song that he dropped instead of Nice For What. Oh. I fucked with Nice For What, but I which feel one, like... Which one? Which one? In my feelings, Kiki. Oh. Do you oh love me? Oh my God, me? everybody. <laughs> Everybody's doing Yo. like dances out they call like Yes. Kiki. Oh, because that's Shiggy, the Shiggy show. Oh, he started the oh, yeah. In My Feelings uh, challenge. Shout out to him. Everybody. He was on New literally New York tw- uh, New York 12 which is um, if you have cable Optimum Cable um, you have access to Brooklyn's like own news okay. channel or whatever which they say it's only and it's literally catered to Brooklyn mm-hmm. um, it talks about outside stuff of course but they mentioned Shiggy Show and his millions of followers and Odell Beckham Jr. did the challenge to Lil Mama did it and I learned all of that when I was watching the news trying to get the weather <laughs> but aside from that shouts to him but Drake's album, I loved it my feelings as soon as I heard it. I I feel like it should have been the same. Yo, that's the banger right what. now. Yo, it's so good. I Kiki, love that song. do you love me? My my best friend Kendra, <laughs> Kenny, I hit her up. <laughs> I text her as soon as I heard the song. I'm like, Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> Yo. Because <laughs> that's her nickname. I'm I was a, like, I, yes. To feed off of what you're saying about Drake, like, mm. I honestly I'm everything about like my dad raised me to to see everything as a business mm-hmm. point of view like shows reality like don't see it for what they're trying to give the audience like mm-hmm. they trying to grab like, you yeah Drake like yeah he could be a deadbeat whatever the hell. that's what I was gonna get to in my dead ass because <laughs> him being a deadbeat is why I'm saying is like, a dead ass moment is a dead ass like because on the album he has a song called March 14th and he talks about. Throughout the album, he talks about it, about being mm-hmm. a father and all this other shit. But March 14th, he literally made a deadbeat anthem. And when I listen to it, as I'm listening to the song, I'm like, deadass. <laughs> De- the whole time, I'm why, just like, why, deadass. Why, what happened? What happened? What happened? Deadass. It's, it, it's literally a deadbeat anthem. Like, and he blamed <laughs> everybody else on him being a deadbeat dad instead of himself. He talking about... He, like, he blamed the world. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he blamed everybody him being a, a, an artist on like the fact that he doesn't have time to spend with the kid like he just was blaming everybody but himself and I really just what did he say that it. made you think that he was blaming everybody else but himself that whole bullshit ass line that everybody's running with talking about I wasn't hiding the, um, my kid from the world I was hiding the kid I was hiding the world from my kid that whole line like dead ass <laughs> Like every time, I honestly don't even listen to the song anymore because I just can't Mm -hmm. sit through it. The first time I did, I I just, I was so disgusted with Drake. Wow, (laughs) I was just like, really, my nigga. And then that's why I say the the business point of view, which that is a that is a dead ass moment. But I do see it in a business business point of view. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't heard the whole album. Mm -hmm. I just feel like Instagram shows you the whole album. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I must say that business point of view, he knows he is such a pro right now. He knows what the club wants. He knows what the girls want to hear when they with the girls, and he knows what the guys are gonna want on the low when they drop off their homie at home. Yeah. And, and he even know it. the stuff that they want to listen to with their homies because his whole yeah. A side, the 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 first part of the album is very geared towards men. I feel mm-hmm. and um, 
like with mob ties and can't take a joke i feel like those are like geared towards men i feel like the b side is more geared towards women mm-hmm. um i feel like he he's i'm not knocking his business uh plan i'm like i'm not knocking him as an artist i think that drake is an amazing amazing artist and he knows what he's doing um like he knows how to give the fans what, what we want because I'm still right. a Drake fan. No, yeah, I just really just couldn't believe he made that Debbie anthem. <laughs> and then the he other has po- balls, big balls. Uh, I'm sure he has to. <laughs> balls. I, I'm sure he has to. But um, and the other part of my dead ass is that bum ass Nicki Minaj boot up remix verse. I heard three bars of that shit and I turned that whole What's going on with her? Like, can you just be Bobby? bugging the fuck out. Because it's got, like, I understand she's bougie and, like, and all that, like, stop, monster, (laughs) like, whatever she does. But, like, I don't want to hype up the hype right now, but I really feel like she's trying to go for Cardi B right now. What you Um, think? I feel like it's not just Cardi. I feel like all it's the all too. the feet because there's a there's an influx of female artists that are ra- like female rappers that are out right now. That's true. And they're hot. They're not like corny. You, you can't overlook them. Mm. There's so many in the game right now. Even if you don't feel per- like personally like yeah. they're your favorite, there's so many different avenues and there's so many different ones. Like there's the Cardis, there's Cash Doll, there's Cuban Doll, there's Asian Doll, Doll Doll Doll. <laughs> I know there's a whole bunch Come of dolls on, girls. Right now. Unique. There's um, there shouts to Cash Doll for telling them that they, <laughs> that they need to be unique because she's oh, the first okay, doll. Okay, okay. Um, mm. there's Tierra Wack who's fucking amazing. There's Remy Ma. Like there, there's so many women that are out right now, and I feel like Nikki is really insecure about her her top spot, and I feel like she's grasping to to maintain. She's got to keep doing what she's doing. Honestly, she does, but she also needs to stop being a hater. Like I feel it like the really fact that, that. Like, she doesn't, she does not do more to embrace other women in the rap game, which is I spoke about this on um, my other podcast a few weeks ago, but um, <laughs> she just doesn't know how to share the spotlight. You know, she doesn't. I feel like she has the mentality of there can only be one, when I feel like there can be many. And, and yeah, there, there can be many. And if you look back to the 80s and whatnot. All the powerful what? And like, it's so funny because. All of them was out there. No, at the MC, same like, time. Queen, Queen Latifah. Salt and Pepper. All of them. was out at the same And they were time out and they were and real showing raw. love for each other. Raw. They were raw. There were girls out there. They knew they had talent. And the girl from that was featuring in Jigga What were Jay-Z. And all of them. Jigga What? Jigga Who? Jigga What? My Like, they had that funky flow. They had yeah. that stupid. Flow and you didn't see, you know, they probably did have a little beef on the low, but it's not like I'm coming for the spot. What's right. up, girls? Trying to get my crown. Of like, course, like down. in rap, you're supposed to big yourself up. You're yeah. supposed to talk your shit. You're supposed to always say you number one. That's a part of the game. Exactly. But it's like the little caddy shit gotta stop. <laughs> now Cardi B saying she's the king of the streets and she rock a weave. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi is so cute to me. She is. But, she's not funny. Uh, I dead ass Nicki Minaj verse because from the first like the. I didn't even listen to the whole thing, but I've seen other people also saying that it was trash. I listened to the first fucking, like, two bars, and it was just the the, the most horrible Nicki verse that I've ever heard in my life <laughs> like, already. It was, Nikki. like, the cadence wasn't fitting of the song. 
the content wasn't fitting of the song. Like, I just wasn't feeling it at all. Yeah. And to the, each his own, too. You know, other yeah. people's probably, like, dogging her and shit. Everybody's, a lot of people are dogging her. Hopefully, her, her bar. And I I was listening to this other podcast, and they were saying her streaming numbers aren't doing too good either. So, even her Oh, fans, really? Yeah, her fans need to, y'all barbs better get on y'all streaming shit. Y'all oh. better start listening to sis music again. Y'all the reason she bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but dead ass to Nicki Minaj, uh, her remix, the way she been acting in the media, like just dead ass to like really sis. Like yeah, ass. she she needs to stop at five. Like she gotta keep doing what she's doing, keep being that Bobby, <laughs> and and whatever she does. Um, we like that. Like yeah, come on, Nicki, just lane. stay in your lane, keep doing. It. They're gonna we're gonna love you regardless because yes. we know like and you're talented. Stop, talented. Stop writing bullshit. Right, you know, is it? What's his name? Safari is not around. Oh, boom, 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 boom. I want to say it. I want to say it. I said it. I said it. She said. G said it, y'all. G Lou, what's up with a dot in the middle? Safari is not around, but Safari, I saw him. Safari's winning. I saw him. Yes, I saw him on BT something. I forgot. It was like a festival BT channel. I don't know. With him and Amara La Negra, right? Yes. Oh, she got a nice butt. Anyways, she cute. I like so her. she <laughs> and she's chocolate. Yes, <laughs> and she's pretty. Okay, let's stop. Okay. okay. <laughs> so so far he's like, I saw him in the documentary, and you could tell my boyfriend and I was like, you could tell he's throwing shots at her, but like not shots like, but like now he's telling the world like I don't care because I was too nice. He was basically telling like, I'm I don't want to be like in the background no more. I want to show who I am. Like like I I I am this person. I know how to make people famous. Yes, I know how to make really people does. big. So that was the little shot like. But he does, to be honest, because um, I I was a huge I was a huge Nicki Minaj fan before she even came out, like back in MySpace mm-hmm. days, and I remember her career really taking a different trajectory when her and Safari got together. Like, and I remember when she first started rapping about SBSB, and it was like, who is she talking about? And then I remember the first time I seen her live at this club called the Jumbala in the middle of Brooklyn. <laughs> and um, he was on stage with her. And that's when she had first dropped Itty Bitty, Itty Bitty Piggy. I love that and song. Yeah, I love that. Beat Me Up Scotty was a wonderful mixtape. And that's when her career started to really like skyrocket. And I do believe that he had um, a, a larger role than is portrayed or known I feel like he did play a, and I, and I believe Nikki did speak about it in an interview before, where she did speak on the fact that he did help her. I feel like she gave him his accolades. It wasn't as often, but you know, she at least she gave it to him. Right. But I feel like I feel like she'd been lost ever since they broke up. Yeah. And, um, and then she dated McMill. Yeah, she that. jumped into the rebound relationship. I feel like. Oops. <laughs> I feel like. Um, she just uh, she just needs to find herself and she needs to take yeah, some time like, to oh, be by herself. We're going to be talking about a lot about right, finding right. ourselves <laughs> and how it's not to lose soon. yourself. But, you know, I just feel like sis is going through a lot and there's rumors of her like being on drugs right now, like being on pills and stuff. I just wish her the best of luck. But dead ass sis, you got to get it together. <laughs> get it together. Let's move right on along. Let's get some people. Some, that was, we just had to get them dead asses out real Let me quick. Shout them out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's do shout outs. Who you shouting out? G? Shout outs. All right, yo, I want to shout out. Oh, I always wanted to do this when I was little. 
I want to shout out Capital Piercing. Shout outs to my beautiful boyfriend doing some hella beautiful piercings and tattoos. Hey. Five stars on Google and Yelp. Shout outs to a mark of beauty where uh, we embrace natural beauty around the world with girl and men. And shout outs to my family. My family is, you know, I, I know that we're going to be united and beautiful. Shout outs to all the positive people that is out there, the positive people that know that life can be rough and curveballs, but shout outs to those positive people that know how to get it. Shout outs to those positive people that they're going through something and they know how to pick them the other person up. Shout outs to yes. people that they know their energy dream because they're in a room full of crazy energy and they know how to light up the room and just leave and know that their self-worth is beautiful. Shout outs to those people. If you know those people, come give me a hello, G. Lou. What's goody? <laughs> Yeah, shout out to all the past people. <laughs> What's your shout out? <laughs> I want to shout out Extra Juicy, the podcast. Of course, always got to rep my set. <laughs> shout <laughs> rip out to, it. Shout out to Yana. That's my other host on Extra Juicy. Um, I also want to shout out my family and my friends who show me love and be listening to the podcast, uh, Extra Juicy, yes. and also this podcast because they know that I do the photos here. <laughs> oh, yes. Shout out to all the supporters. Let's, let's do it together. Shout outs to the... The, the New York Dolls. <laughs> yeah, shout out. For real, that's a big Honestly, shout out. Though, nah, this for team, real. This nah. team? No, you know what? I'm, we got to talk about this a little bit on the shout out. Okay, good. This this team is lit. It's lit. I'm going to say a little, little short little thing. I met them, and the way, the way I met Addy was so meant to be because I want to do my own show. Yes. And like I said before, I wanted to meet more people that is already in the path. Yes. Met Addy. She did an interview in my boyfriend's shop. Shout out to Talento. And then from there, like, we kicked it off. She put me in the crew, and then I'm, I'm practicing my yes. skill right now. Yes. And I really want to shout out D for that, Brooke, all of those, Addy, because they believed in me and they see something. And oh, and Mo too. Thank you, Monet, for shout Like, shout outs to the New York those. Y'all live. Definitely shout out to the team. To piggyback over that, that's how I started too. I came <laughs> to do an interview when we were the bodega and I became the photographer the same day. <laughs> oh my God. And then, and, I, and the reason I did the interviews because I too, I wanted to do my own show. That was literally last year. And now I have my own podcast. Exactly. And shouts to the team for believing in us. They know how to, they, they are seriously, and just like you, when I was going through like trying to, like wanting to do my own show and wanting to break out of my shell and meet more creative people because in my field of work, mm -hmm. I was not having, like I didn't have any creative mm -hmm outlets and i'm a creative person i've always been creative exactly my, like my whole life i've always done creative things mm -hmm. i've done acting i've i've played music all that stuff but at work i did not have any creative outlets and i wanted to do the same thing and me and dj went to junior high school together everybody knows this story Lit. but they're an amazing team shouts to the new york dose yes shout outs <laughs> to them thank you so much for having yes us we also want to shout out um we want to shout out our SoundCloud listeners. We want to shout out Evelyn Pacheco, The Perfect Cast, and Victoria Castro, and The Nini Show for Ooh. liking and reposting some of our episodes. Shouts to y'all. Shout out to them. And we also want to shout out Felicia C. and Judea Hill for subscribing to us on YouTube. Check out our Lit. YouTube channel, everybody else who has not subscribed, so y'all can get a shout out. 
Yes, why now? <laughs> so we could shout out people. Like, shout outs to random yes. person. Y'all, you want to hear your name on here too, right? Yes. <laughs> That's low. I like that. Yeah. So, so what's let, going on after the shout outs, girl? We're going to get on the subway. Mm. The choo, segment. Choo. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're bored. Now let me stop. The subway uh, mm-hmm. is um, the segments in this section correlate with the NYC MTA subway line and are juxtaposed with the rules of Kings, the drinking game. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Let's dive in, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so two for your mistakes. Ooh, okay, so. The two train, two train. We're going to go to the two, 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 two train <laughs> and a two for your mistake. All right, so. Um, this is more so like talking about put like who can I put on the train and I'm going to just put on these random people like is a general statement. So I just want to put out there like the people that aren't aware, got to be aware and being and be conscious because those people that aren't aware, like those people that is like they always have like something to say or like they judging like. I don't know. They just think that you're like, for example, you know what? This is the perfect person that I'm going to put up. Um, I used to weigh 120 when I got out of high school. And then college, when I went dormy, I pulled up some weight and I was happy because I wanted some weight on me. But then long story short, I, I met my boyfriend and then we've been living on our own for three years now. And I put up more weight. <laughs> than expected and um there's this lady that does nails and our and where we work at and she they say they say that people that are hispanic or just whatever they have a way of having their sense of humor like oh don't worry that's the way that they talk mm. oh don't worry that's just a dominican thing oh the, nah yeah they have that about everybody like shut up anyway so she, I only say hi and bye to her because I'm I'm a very friendly person, very outgoing, but I can be shy sometimes too, especially like speaking Spanish. Like when it's an elder, older person, I get a little like timid, like uh, probably saying this wrong, whatever. So I say hi to her and bye to her. She saw me pull up a little weight, like my gut is now a little bit out or whatever. And now she would just be like, oh, in Spanish, don't eat too much because um, your boyfriend is going to leave you. Okay, that's one. Then I'm like, damn, this bitch is dead ass. Like, right, like, this is a dead ass moment too. <laughs> like, but I'm gonna put her in the two train because you belong there, my nigga. <laughs> so, anyways, and then it's like I let that slide. This the the second time we're walking and we're walking really fast, my boyfriend and I. And then she passed me and said, she said to my boyfriend, don't feed her anymore. Oh my she, god. She she said, stop feeding her. Se va poner gorda, meaning she's gonna get fat. And I'm like, yo, this she wanna fight. Like, <laughs> is this a skinny woman? This is like this is like a, a mid thirty year like she's in her like thirty five. She has two kids. She has a husband. Is she fit? She fit, but she looked like she got a little like something done in her stomach. Oh, like I don't want to judge. You see, I don't judge. Right. Because I could have been like she did this, she did that. I don't know fake hair. Like no, I don't want to judge. But look at that, I'm nice. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, you cannot. There you go, nip it in the butt. You see, this whole thing is a connection. <laughs> I should have told her something, but then again, I'm like very shy when it comes to Spanish. I speak it, but I don't have, like they say. I would have told her in English. Like. Yeah, that's what they told me. Yeah, because in English, I would have bodied her. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, even with my looks. What's up? What you said? <laughs> I bet. Anyways. <laughs> but I didn't because I respect elders and this and that. But it bit me in my butt because I let her think that she could do that to me. But I want to put her damn ass on the two train for judging and not being conscious. Because what if, not saying that I was, 
But what if I was depressed? What if something happened to me that I gained weight? Mm-hmm. What if you don't know my lifestyle? You shouldn't be calling people's out weight out there. What if I want to there. be fat? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, the business. hell? Like, shut the fuck Yo, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I, you don't see me out here like, oh my God, look at your bun. Like, girls is too much. Be aware and be conscious. I want to put that girl on the two train because she acting crazy. And she too old for that. She too old for that. She just, she's scared of the come up. <laughs> That's what it is. I want to put this guy on the two train. <laughs> I've seen some people call him Bigot Bob. The New York Times said that he was labeled as ID Adam. Okay. This is this white man by the name of Adam Bloom who <laughs> called the the police on a black woman at a pool in a, provi- in a private uh, community. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, she was a homeowner in that private community so pretty much she has access to that pool guaranteed in the fact that she's a freaking homeowner. She lives oh. there. So if you don't know, the story is like, um, cause I watched the video, mm-hmm. um, a white North Car- Carolina man, Adam Bloom, shout, mm-hmm. we, we know his name. He, uh, called the police on Jasmine. Um, I'm going to butcher her last name. I'm okay. really sorry. Uh, <laughs> Abhulman, Abhulman. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I, I butchered it enough. But he called the police on Jasmine and her child. She was swimming with her son on um, on uh, the 4th of July. And um, when she was swimming in the pool and he demanded identification from her. Mind you, he's not a police officer. He's a pedestrian. He's a regular civilian. And he demanded identification from her at the community pool. And um, called the police on her when she refused to give him ID. When the police got there, she started recording. That's where the video starts. And he's, she's like, he called the police on me when I have ID. And she's saying, like, where does it say I have to show ID? I live here. She shows the cops. Like, she, you need to keep, mind you, they're going back and forth. And he's like, she's like, I told him my address. Now, he, then he's asking me for ID. I already told you my address, which I shouldn't have to tell you anyway. Which she, she's 100% right. Like, who are you that I have to tell you anything? Right. That's weird. It's so weird. So then, the, when the mind you, thank God these police had weren't violent or you know, because that could have turned into some. It could have been a whole different situation. Right. Okay. So they're talking to the the guy, and she's like, "Every my then the camera pans, and it's a gate to get into the to mm-hmm. the pool that you need a key card to get into." So how would she get in, get into the pool if she didn't have a key card? And to have a key card, you have to live live in the community. Right. So the police are like um, just trying to like get him to like pretty much dead the situation, and they're like, "Let me just see the key card." They put it up to the thing. The thing turns green, and he's like, "Look, it turned." The police officer is like, "It turns green. She has every right to be in here." That's it. <laughs> so the woman crazy. is asking, like, what charges can she press against him? Because, like, this is racial profiling. Exactly. Her and her son are the only ones that are in the pool and black. Mind you, some white woman off camera is like, my son is in the pool, too. He's black. Nobody's talking Yo, to you. Like, up. mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, they're not talking to your son because you're the white woman. Whatever. It's not about <laughs> him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that happens. And now... Adam Bloom is fucking fired from his job. <laughs> Whoa. So that's why I want to put his ass on the choose train because two for your fucking mistakes because you went out of your way to mind that black lady business like, while she's enjoying her 4th of July with her son swimming in a There's fucking pool. There's a lot pool. of calls being made Yo. by, for, for, like, from, for black people. Like, remember that um, there was something going on with um, 
supposedly like a little black girl she was selling water oh yeah yeah like and, and then that white, fire like, too. what's going on in my opinion Ew, haters haters it's haters. all about haters yes but adam bloom has been fired from uh sunoco or sunoco depending on your uh mm-hmm. your location and how you pronounce it but um they fired him after uh many angry comments on facebook and they said that he was with the company for five years and he was a business development manager. And they fired him after learning of the incident on um, Facebook. And they said that they apologized to uh, Jasmine, the black woman, and her family. And they said, we do not condone discrimination of any kind. And we have worked very hard to build a culture of inclusion, diversity, and unity. His actions were quite simply unacceptable and not aligned with our culture. Mm. Mm. Wow, wow, mm. wow, wow, mm. wow. The Glenridge Homeowners Association, because this is the community that they lived in, has also uh, said in a statement that Mr. Bloom had resigned as a board member and pool chairman. They said that we sincerely regret that an incident occurred yesterday at our community pool that left neighbors feeling racially profiled. In confronting and calling the police on one of our neighbors, the pool chair escalated the situation in a way that does not reflect the inclusive values Glenridge seeks to uphold as a community. Mm -mm. Look at that. Wow. Mr. Bloom apologized. <laughs> but nobody cares about his apology. His apology. I'm not even reading it because it, he didn't apologize on camera when the woman asked him, Adam, do you want to apologize? No, now they want to apologize did. because somebody wants to get him. to NBC. Of course. And like he feels overwhelmed do. by the response and he never anticipated it. Mind you, in the video when she's asking him, like, do you want to... Because mind you, after the police show, like... She belongs here, pretty much. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything. He just walks away and starts talking to his family about leaving the pool. Because now you feel stupid because you thought that you, when you called the cops, they was going to put the woman and her son out, and that would have been the end of it, and you could have stayed Hater. in your whites-only pool, and that did not happen. And he just up. kept walking uh, walking away and not... And she, she followed him, and he was just ignoring her completely, not trying to apologize, not trying to say anything to her. After calling the cops on her. So stupid. two for your fucking mistakes, you out of a job. It's stupid though. And now, now you embarrassed and everybody <laughs> in your fucking community know gonna you. hate you. <laughs> and that's that. Me personally, I feel like these white people are starting to call the police on black people because they want the attention. They want to be famous. They want to get on television and do these interviews with NBC and Fox and whoever the fuck else is gonna interview them. Because to me, there's no reason why all of a why sudden would you call? y'all are calling the cops on black people for doing literally nothing all of the fucking time. Like, I get the noise complaints. Y'all been doing that for years. Y'all always fucking complaining about somebody playing music over the decibel of 10. <laughs> so, like... Why now, when you see a black person in the pool, you calling the cops on them? Why when you see them fucking barbecue and you calling the cops? Why, why when they selling water, you calling the cops on them? <laughs> like, this is not making any sense. I feel like Nothing. they want attention. Now it's just more, it's being recorded more. Exactly. Probably, right? Yeah. I don't know. This shit is just fucking annoying and I'm tired of giving them the fucking press. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to give them like right now. <laughs> Fuck them. I'm so fucking over them. <laughs> let's slide two few mistakes for anybody that calls the cops on any black people do you anything a hater. That's, that's what not you are a fucking crime leave us the fuck alone hater leave us alone hater <laughs> okay What's let's going get on, on the three train three three choo, three choo. <laughs> what about All you right. so the three train 
So this is all about like a story about yourself, right? And I would love to talk about this, especially because um, this will make me who I am right now. So a little story about myself was um, about three and a half years ago, I, I used to live with my parents all my life. But then three years ago, I, I fought for love to live with my boyfriend. <laughs> and that was a little crazy. You guys were reading a book whenever I write a book. Because <laughs> that's, that's a good, it's going to be a good book. Anyways, um, basically, I found myself three years ago. How I found myself was because of the love that I got from my boyfriend. He always says, do what you love. And I like, you know, when you meet that one person that you really attracted to, but then you want to be in that same level as them. Like, whatever they're doing, you want to do. So what he was doing, yeah, inspiring. So I basically just found myself by, I did a soul search. I wrote in a book. It was on December something, 2014. Everything I wrote in that book is what I'm doing now. Amen. It's so crazy. I said I wanted to work with kids. I'm an assistant director. I said I wanted to be around people that are doing it in the production, television, podcast, whatever world. I'm looking where I'm at now. Um, I did that soul search and it was so beautiful. I can say in this chapter of my life, I know who I am. I could probably be a some, somebody else the next five years. But in this chapter right now, Giselle G. Lou G. knows who she is. I'm an abstract artist, artist, painter. I am a motivational speaker. I am a creative director and I'm a dope ass friend. Whoever has me around them is a blessing because if you cross my path, I am going to make you the best person you can be. Yes. Amen to that. So Amen. that's so search, that story of mine. I'm really happy about it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy about it. Do you have any tips for like people that are um, beginning their soul searching? Wow, yes, that's a good question. Yes, I always tell them this, and they didn't. They don't listen, but it's fine. We used to, we should never listen to our <laughs> when, parents. When they're ready, they'll listen. Yeah, of course. It's all about the action. When they'll see me on, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to do it. Like, it's fine. But I, I do believe that when you say something, it's going to be in their head. And once they go through something, they're going to go back to what you said. Because I never listened to my uncle. And he used to watch The Secret a lot. It's a secret that teaches you how to do the law of attraction and stuff. Never thought about it. And then when I was going through what I was going through, I said, hmm, let me take his advice. The advice I could give to the people that are trying to so, um, search who they are and find themselves, because you have to find yourself before you die, because we live here for a purpose, is to write. To write out things. It doesn't be like goal sheets, but just fantasize in the writing. And watch what you write, because it will you become be true. Specific. And then <laughs> do good deeds, good yes. deeds. Even if you're, you don't, you only got two dollars in your pocket. Don't steal. Just get that pizza, and then say you don't got fifty cents. Like do good deeds, because good deeds go a long way, and it's gonna come back to you when you least expect it. Let's say you want to leave a job because it's not giving you a lot of money, and you cannot leave that job. Maybe it's for a purpose, so you could stay there because you're gonna get a higher position. So believe and be around good people and do good deeds and write out your, your imagination. Write out your future. So that's going to keep going. That's what I can say to them. Yes, I like that. Yeah, you. <laughs> How about you, girl? Uh, I don't really have a story about myself, but if you want to know more about me, you can listen to Extra Juicy. Oh, <laughs> I like that. She's like, you know what? <laughs> Business. This is what it's, yo, you see that, Eden? She was like, you know, you could come over her. I'm with the New York Dose, but <laughs> I I'm like a, that. I'm going to plug my By the shit. way, you know what? You what? got me so hyped right now. Why? Because the way, what you did right now, I'm a, I, my show is not, 
like out but there. But it's gonna be here. I already listen for the three years. I already have an Instagram, YouTube page, but nothing is on it. That you know matter. what? For the first time, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna air out the name. No, don't do it. Why? Oh, don't let nobody because, steal it. Yeah, steal it. <laughs> I didn't they will steal it. You know they what? I love it. you for that. I'm gonna give you like ten percent because she 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 saved my life. But damn. But y'all better stay tuned in because yeah, when it does all, drop, oof, y'all better be ready. Oof. <laughs> Thank you for that. She saved. She saved my whole name. <laughs> Say, wait, listen, listen. You forgot there's gonna be people listening. Listen. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people, more than we think, they be listening. That's true. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, stay tuned. Tune into Extra Juicy the podcast. Stay tuned for G Lose podcast Woo! coming out. Soon. Well, it's, a, it's really more. Let me just give you a sneak peek. It's not really a podcast, but you never know because mm-hmm. life is crazy. It's more of like a I want to be like a TV host. But oh, even better. But you. You know, TV host now is like YouTube and stuff like that. But hey, you know, you what gotta I mean? start somewhere. You yeah. gotta start somewhere. I could give you a nice little feel of it. It's gonna be a little bit of. Now, don't tell nobody world. nothing. I just can't wait. I know you're excited. Yeah. Don't tell them nothing. All right, fine. There's biters out here that that's they true. Be yo, a, they be waiting with a pen. Oh no, I have biters everywhere. I go to work. <laughs> they do everything I do, and I'm like, oh, qué linda, oh, so spendito, qué, qué bello. I love people like that. They're so cute. <laughs> Before I used to get mad, but now I'm happy. Don't get mad. I I've learned that sometimes um, it's in, it's you're inspiring them. Just yeah, look at it as I didn't know. My my. I'm going to just say his name. His name is Calvin. That's my boyfriend's name. He told me, he's like, stop getting my cousins. He's like, yo, but she's copying everything. I did braids. She did braids. I had a blue shirt. She had a blue shirt. <laughs> I bought a calendar in my wall. She bought a calendar. Like, damn, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> no, it was, I said, um, teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> like, yo, bro, you don't see that you're like older than me, copying me everywhere. Listen, <laughs> she know everybody, everybody needs inspiration. Shit. And sometimes... <laughs> They're older than you and they look to you for inspiration. But don't be hating on me, though. They, 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 it's just love <laughs> that they're confused. They don't know how they're to com- love. Yeah, they, they don't know how to do it yet. But it's all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's next, girl? What's next? We're going to get over into Five Four Guys. So, yeah, a tip that I want to give my fellas out there is... I want to tell them that I want them to be less insecure. Okay. You hear me, girl? Less insecure? Less insecure. Why? Because uh, I just feel like when, you, when you're a guy, okay, us women, we already know how to, we have this thing about us that all women have, and we have it. We have like this eye game that we know how to attract the person. Yes. And the men just Especially have that. Especially the Scorpio women. <laughs> we got two Scorpio women here. Yeah. Fire, fire. So, like, guys already have that in them that they can attract the women because, you know, we, we love men. Yes. But I just feel like when, when let's say for, the, for guys that are trying to get girls or whatnot, just don't do too much. Don't be insecure. If you have a woman that's very beautiful, she had, let's say she has an, I don't know how she looks, she's very beautiful, and you just feel like someone's going to take her away from you, don't think that way, men. And you know what is what is a little clue about a guy that is insecure is when they don't want her to go to back to school. They don't want her oh to God. keep doing what she loves. Let's say if it's like, hair or painting i don't know what is her her gift yeah her passions and her gift or um or what she's wearing let's Mm -hmm. say obviously don't look like a hooker but like in a sense (laughs) in a sense um 
help her out like like make her look beautiful if she's young make her live her young years if let's say you're older than her be like you know what i'm i lived my young years i want you to live your young years um and just be more just be more uplifting and just know that your words men girls is always gonna believe it but your words are going to sting so make sure whatever you're saying to that woman you mean it be honest with the chick if you just want to be messing around, tell the chick you're gonna mess around. But then be sure to say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this too. There was this girl that I, and this is a girl that I know that she's dating someone right now, and he told her, "I like you very much. We're gonna have so much fun. But if anything happens, it happens. But I just want you to know, if we do part ways, let's take this as a lesson learned." Um, I was like, who okay. is that? <laughs> Damn, that's good because he's thinking right. Yeah. Things can happen. Mm-hmm. He's aware of that. But he knows that he's enjoying the now yeah. and the moment with her. And he also wants her to learn. Yeah, he's it. being honest with her. And you never know, they end up being married or yeah. something. But for the but meantime, he's not selling her that dream. You exactly. Know? It's all about selling <laughs> the dream. <laughs> Stop being insecure. Stop stop showing game. Yeah, I got this money. I got this. I got that. And then when, when the girl's all it. for you, mm-hmm. you start chickening out. Why? Right. And I have, yeah, I have a lot of girls out there that a lot of friends of mine that they go through this and it's not fun. Like, yeah. what you think about that? I, I just like for men to be honest. Like, when I got into the relationship that I'm in now, when we first started dating, we were very honest with each other about, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that we were we're dating we weren't in a relationship so you're dating i'm dating like (laughs) and i'm not only dating you exactly because you know i feel like that's something that people should be honest about and people uh shy away from especially men will shy away from it um about being upfront about it women i feel like a lot of women know more than they Mm. let on like they know that a man is not only like when y'all first meet each other Mm -hmm. when y'all go on two three dates all of a sudden he's not exclusively dating you (laughs) but a lot of women women you know pretend that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they don't know that and a lot of men aren't upfront about that like they don't have they they don't take the time to have that conversation that's like okay yeah we've been on a few dates but i'm i'm dating other people and it's Mm -hmm. okay for you to date other people too Mm. and that's something that i think men need to also accept that it's okay for a woman to date more than just you because you're dating more than just her. Right. Y'all are dating. Y'all are <laughs> in, a, in a relationship. Y'all are not a couple. That's not your girlfriend. You're not her boyfriend. And a lot of y'all don't want to be girlfriend and boyfriend. You know, y'all are not, you know, it's on that type of time. And that's okay. But make sure you let whoever you're talking to know that I'm not on the type of time where I'm trying to be anybody's boyfriend. Yep. So that, you know, two months down the line, three months down the line, you're not in a situation where the girl is like hurt or well i thought we were going somewhere <laughs> even even if you never said that you like you know that. and they'll be like because i have a lot of male friends and they've t- and i've had this conversation with them and they're like well i never told her that i wanted her to be my girl and it's like but you never told her you didn't want her to be your girl either so you know y'all both are wrong but if you were just more upfront and more honest men, you would save yourselves a lot of headache. You would save a lot of women, yes. a, a lot of heartache. Everybody would be in a better predicament if everybody was just honest. And, you know, we're going to sound cliche, but front. it's just I love what you what you said, because it's true. Like, it's all about stop the game playing. Yeah. Stop like, playing games. you want to date? All right, date. Mm-hmm. But don't be 
messing around with all the girls and then calling this girl, oh, this is my girl, this is my shorty, and mm-hmm. then you're my shorty too, and then this is my shorty. Like, right. calm down with right. the titles. Calm, it's, it all falls into communication. Yep. As a cliche as it sounds, as corny as it sounds, <laughs> it really People is what you it, got. That's it's really what we have. Like, <laughs> Communicate, my brother. The girl's gonna fall in love with you even more when yes. you're honest. Psh, that's not, how I fell in love with my boy. I was like, he's so honest. Like, yes, I'm not gonna lie. Like, he told me everything. <laughs> I was my boyfriend. Like, yikes! I, when I met him, he told me. He, he told me a little bit too much. He told to me honest. too much. He was like, I did it. I had a threesome. I did this. I did that. And I was just like, right. Like, and he's like, I'm gonna tell you because I see a future with us. Yeah. So when something comes up, you can say. I my man. I already know this about my man, and yep. it's funny because two years down the line, I encounter with certain people that he had messed with it before mm-hmm. me, and I and I was like this chilling. Yeah, because he already told me everything. Yeah. Then I wanted to and tell that's him. That's the <laughs> best feeling in the world Yo, as a woman. Man, good. And it's just like and just man, be a you man. You should want your woman to feel that, or you should want any woman that comes across you, even if you're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, you should want any woman that crosses your path, or any man, whoever you're dating. You should want anybody that comes across you to know that and be secure in the fact that you were honest and upfront with them. Yeah, because, because nobody could call you a liar. Nobody nope. can be, you know, even if somebody gets upset with you in the moment, they can't harbor any hate in mm-hmm. their heart for you if you were honest with them from jump. Or put dirt in your name. Yeah, they can't because put dirt in Because you will be that person that is like, oh, he's so cute. And then it's like, then they're not, oh, this motherfucker. Like, no, you want to live up to your name. Like, yep. there's guys that I have da- that I have talked to that literally we both knew this was not going to go further. Mm-hmm. But we liked each other so much. Yeah. But I made sure that our moment of talking, besides the flirtatious moments, that I was uplifting that person, mm-hmm. that I was motivating. Whatever, and they like, yo, G, you that nigga. <laughs> and now they respect me. They, they see that I have a man and everything, but they're not sneaking up in my DMs. Of course not. They're not disrespecting me. And I feel the vibes that they're not, not. And I have seen them in the street. And it's just like, hey, what's up? Because I have get that uh, we we had fun, but I was honest and we were both having a good time. Like yes. guys, don't do too much. Stop being insecure and let that woman butterfly. Like let that woman fly because yes. that woman is going to say your name when she flies. Yes, she's gonna say your name when she's on the mic. Like I'm Calvin Capital. <laughs> you know, because it's good. A man, a man and a woman, they impact each mm-hmm. other. We're here to to make each other win. It's all about the unity and the leadership. Like I love it. You know, we got a little get sexy and stuff, but <laughs> that's all good. But just don't get tight when people go the other ways, and that's it. Yes, so I get tight. I like that. For me, <laughs> I want to. <sighs> For guys, I just want y'all to stop hiding the world from your kids, your girlfriends, your oh! wives, your family. Hide your wives, hide your kids, <laughs> hide your mama. Stop hiding them. I want you to stop, okay? <laughs> because um, I've been seeing, uh, of course, everyone's been running with that whole Drake shit of I'm not oh hiding my, I'm not hiding now my he's kids inspir- Now world. he's inspiring other men. In the wrong <laughs> fucking way. Talking about, oh... I'm not hiding my girl from the world. I was hiding the world from my girl. Like, stop what lying. You know, fuck? stop doing that. Because, and I see like memes and I see um, like uh, women that I know where they be in a predicament where it's like, oh, these these dudes will uh, <laughs> will be at their wedding and take a picture of the sky. <laughs> and you don't even know they're getting married. Or oh. you end up finding out on like some oh. social media platform that this person is having a baby. Like, they, you, you never knew they had a girlfriend. You mm. never knew they had anything. And then all of a sudden, it's a picture of them at a baby shower. 
with with the girl. With the girl. Or it's a picture of them with a baby. No girl is like, how did you have a baby? Where did this baby come from? That's, that's <laughs> a lot of art. A lot of artists are like that, and I not know it's probably artists. management. Yeah, it's man not in even general. artists. That's true. Ma- it's just regular, degular ass. Like you know, men. you love her. <laughs> like <laughs> just just stop stop hiding stuff. Okay, this goes this ties right into what G is saying mm. about being honest and being upfront and communicating. <laughs> like you don't gotta tell your Instagram feed. You don't gotta tell your face. You don't got to tell social media, but if you're dealing with somebody, tell them that you're de- dealing with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like that just doesn't make any sense where men are out here dating multiple women and everybody's in the dark <laughs> about it. Like, So you the only one that, that could be dating multiple people. That's wild. That's, and that's wild. selfish. Stop being selfish. <laughs> they are being selfish. They, and then the girl does the same thing. He gets tight like a... Yo. I don't even know how he'll get tight, right. but... So we're just saying be honest pretty much. Be honest. We tied it. You don't have to be like, I love this girl, but like just make it clear. Just be like honest. they just they just worry about the other people who's viewing them. And that other people's not gonna love you like that girl love you probably. Even if she don't love you. Just stop. <laughs> just stop trying to they be trying to quote unquote protect feelings and end up hurting feelings in, in the process. Like stop trying to quote unquote because it's from y'all <laughs> trying to protect people feelings stop lying to people and hiding shit and omitting information Word. under the guise <laughs> of protecting people's feelings <laughs> nobody's feelings would be hurt if you told the truth that <laughs> so there that's, that's it for the men that's true <laughs> so get- men don't be insecure and stop being selfish yes okay. and be honest yes be honest so let's go over to six for chicks. Ooh. <laughs> my six for chicks is I just want my message for women. I just want every woman to love themselves. I feel like self-love is very vital. Even if you're in a relationship, you know, in a sexual romantic relationship, I feel like loving yourself should be the, yes. the highest priority because, um, even with a relationship, that person will never love you as much as you love yourself yes. or as much as you should love yourself. And also people know, learn how to treat you based off how you treat yourself and how you view yourself. If you're constantly putting yourself down or you don't have as much self-love for yourself as, you know, that, that to me you should have, people are going to feed off of that. And that's mm-hmm. when, you know, people start to disrespect you or oh. people start, start to treat you less than what you're worth, you know? So... I feel like women should just constantly big themselves up. I feel like women should just know that they're beautiful. Mm. Like, know, know that you're beautiful to yourself. Don't look for anybody else to tell you you're beautiful. Know it within. Just know it, you know? Just look mm-hmm. in the mirror and tell yourself beautiful things. Like, t- say things that you love about your body. Don't be so so negative towards yeah. yourself. Because I feel like as women, we're our harshest critics. Mm. And we're constantly, even if we're not doing it consciously, we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, like whether it's celebrities mm. or other women or, you know, our friends from high school or our friends around us. Like, oh, this person's getting married. This person's having a baby. This person's doing this. This person's doing that. And we, like we use it as motivation. I feel like most women do use it as like a checkpoint for like, oh, well, they're doing this. So I need to start doing this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll happen on your time. Just take time and, and love yourself. Love yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. I love that. Take time. Your journey is your journey. Step by step, whatever whatever part you're on, whatever path you're on, just just appreciate that moment for what it is. You know, don't be in such a rush, and don't be so negative towards yourself. Everything you said, I wish I had like the radio that goes <laughs> <laughs> because that was beautiful. Like, and um, because like 
I everything you said is everything that I have done before. So I just want before like, I get same. to my six for chicks, like what is one thing you do to love yourself like that to make you feel s- secure? Oh, I do a lot of things. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say it, girl. <laughs> I do some things that I can't talk about. Oh, <laughs> hey! <laughs> but uh, one of the major things that I do um, is I check myself when I say negative things about my body oh, because yeah. I'm a heavier girl. I my body my body weight has fluctuated my whole life. I've been big, I've been small, I've been in between. But and right now I'm kind, I'm on the bigger side. But I've I just make sure that when I when I repeat the things in my head that society tells me is wrong with my body, mm-hmm. I stop myself and then I immediately remind myself that my legs work <laughs> my heart works yes <laughs> my cholesterol is good <laughs> like every mm-hmm. time when i went to the doctor everything is good you're healthy you're you're good yes. you're beautiful i love my body like i just make sure i appreciate my butt i'm sorry but because <laughs> i'm i'm a top heavy person i've always had boobs but i've never had a butt until i gained weight oh. and i'm sorry that i can't have my beautiful butt when i'm skinny yeah. so <laughs> for now i want to be fat with my big fat butt yes. <laughs> so i tell Cheers myself to how much i love my butt <laughs> Yes, I love that. Because if I lose weight, it goes away. Then it goes away <laughs> and then it's boring. But I honestly, like, I love everything you said because I was going to say something similar, but I'll just say it. Um, like, everything literally you said was awesome. <laughs> because um, it's true. Like, when um, I want to give this tip to the ladies out there, the ladies, the young ones too, especially the young ones that are in their teenager years and they're coming on up. Mm. Let's go to the adults now. Adults, if you're around a young lady, show that young lady how to be set by example. You don't have to sit her down and be like, you do do this. <laughs> because like you said, we all have our own journey, right? Mm-hmm. We all have our own story and our own path. So us comparing is going to waste time. Amen. And then it's going to get us to an emotional state of mind. Because I used to do that. Like, oh, she graduated. I got to graduate. Oh, she did that. I got to do that. Then I was just like, uh, 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 pour me a cup. Yep. I have blinded out everyone in my life, everyone that was like this, because that's distractions it to is. get you to to be mad at yourself. And then you I'm end happier. up not doing work. You, and then girls, too, be around. If you don't have a lot of friends, it's fine, because I don't either. But if it's that one girl that you know that she's just always supporting you and she's always listening to you when you're talking and she finds you beautiful when you're like, that has hit for the day, yo, stick to that person and motivate that person, too. It's all about us women. We go through a lot of emotions, a lot of this, a lot of that. And I'm not saying men don't do too, because I don't know. I'm not a man. But I know as a girl, you deal with a lot of shit. So I want the ladies to know everything that M said, please go by that. And what I'm going to tell you girls is we already mad cute. We already have what the world wants. We're a woman. We're women. We have hair. We have boobs. We have everything. (laughs) But most importantly, we know how to shine bright when we smile. We know how to, even if you're a quiet chick, just, so then be quiet. It's fine, you don't need to talk, but just be observant. Feel, feel the moment. Don't be like, oh, I'm fat. I'm them. I'm that. You fat? What's up, girl? How you doing? Yes. <laughs> like, we're living in an age, in a, in, a, in a generation that we can really, like, be yourself. Be ourselves. Before it was so limited. So we got to take advantage of that. Yes. Don't go buck wow now and try to be Cardi B because there's only one <laughs> Cardi B. Because now everybody want to be Cardi B. And I was like, okay, come the fuck down. (laughs) 
just be yourself in a sense like whoever you are if you if you if you freaking draw animated people don't be shy mm-hmm. be a beautiful person be like look i love drawing asian people look what's good like you know what i mean like i i just want women to know that we have a lot of power and besides our meat and our bones what else do we have our soul so take care of that soul because that soul is going to change your body and your in your your physical appearance so connect your soul to your body and you're going to be all right, women. And if you don't, don't worry. Just be honest, girls, and just be happy. I happiness is the way and love is the, <laughs> the way to... Self-love is the way to happiness. <laughs> self-love, self-love. Yes. Let's go over to the L train. Ah, the L train is where we talk about <laughs> took a loss this week. Yo. And I took a major L. <laughs> really? <laughs> what happened? I was at work yesterday, actually. And I'm like <laughs> saying all my morning affirmations about how I'm going to have a good day. Yes. And how I'm going to find parking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, try- I'm looking for parking. This area that I was working in yesterday is always hard to find parking. So I'm looking for parking. I'm like saying morning affirmations, bopping, listening to the radio. It started <laughs> pouring outside. So that I'm going to make a U-turn that I always make. I always make a U-turn. When all the cars stop, if I'm at, like, the the crosswalk section, and then uh, once all the cars are stopped, I'll make that U-turn. So I go to make the U-turn, and the cops are turning from the other side of the street, so, I like, I'm letting them go. Um, and these motherfuckers pull me over. <laughs> Yo, that's not scary. Like, that's <sighs> a scary feeling. It wasn't a scary feeling because I was in my work uniform. When I'm in my work <laughs> uniform, I feel invincible. For because real? cops don't normally bother me when I'm in my work uniform. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but, of course, it's just scary being a black person dealing with cops. But I kind of like, I was just like, you're in your uniform. You're going to be okay. They're just going to tell you whatever the fuck they want to feel like telling you today. You're probably going to get a ticket. Even though I've done this U-turn millions of times. And there have been cops around me before when I've done it. But I was like... It's the beginning of the of the month. They got their quotas. It is what it is. So they pull up and they're like, um, um, so as soon as he came to the window, because I'm like, I didn't know that it was illegal to make a U-turn that way. So that was my first question. So mm-hmm. he came to the window and he's like, you, he said something to me, but I didn't really hear him because I, I was just like, um, I didn't know it was, I was like, it's illegal to make a U-turn. <laughs> he was mm. like, in the crosswalk it is i was like i really did not know that i've been driving for over 10 years now i did not know that it was illegal and he was like yeah it is and i was like oh okay that's good to know like i'm not being sarcastic i just honestly did not know <laughs> he's like oh, okay mm-hmm. he's like um can i just get your license and i was like sure and i gave it to him mind you i'm completely ignoring the other dickhead that got out the car and is on my passenger side shining his fucking light in my window <sighs> because cops are fucking annoying. I never understand why they always have two of them come to the fucking car. Like, what the fuck are you, y'all going to do? They want to put the pressure. What pressure? Like, I'm at work. I'm not selling <laughs> fucking drugs. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they always think everybody's selling drugs. You're all <laughs> drug addicts, all of you. So I'm like, I'm just so annoyed. And, and mind you, like, I have my... I have a device um, at work that's like big and black and it can look like a weapon. So I just had it on the passenger side seat. Like, and I'm like, I know they've seen it, but it's turned up. It looks like a little computer. It's weird, but I know he's seen it. I just didn't look at the guy on the passenger side. Yeah. But then they took fucking forever to give me this ticket. Like, I swear to God, I was sitting on there purpose. for 15 fucking minutes. I'm like, it's raining. I still have to find parking. Y'all are starting to get on my nerves. I don't understand why cops are always in the back of people because 
if I want to get your attention because I need to get your attention to tell you, listen, niggas, I'm on the clock. Y'all need to speed this up. I can't do that because if I get out the car, then y'all going to try to shoot me. So oh. I'm just sitting there like <laughs> tapping my foot like, can they oh, speed it up? And I'm like praying to God like, God, I just want them to hurry up and just give me this ticket so that I could go about my day. <laughs> like, right. Let's just hurry this up. When they finally come, the guy's trying to talk about, oh, you you committed three infractions, but I only ticketed you for one. I'm just like, okay, thanks. Have a nice day. Like, yo, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> like, that's the reason why I don't really want to drive in the yeah. city. And then he was like, oh, be, he was like, it's raining. You got to be careful. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. Bye. Have a good day. But that was a lot too because it was like no avoiding it because. They were right there, and right. there was no way to get out of the ticket because at work I look like a fucking man, so <laughs> it wasn't like I could do what I would normally do and try to be cute. But and plus, <laughs> nobody trying to be flirting with cops no, no more. I'm not it. in the mood. That's done with. Y'all niggas is bad. Nobody, nobody wants y'all anymore. So that oh, was my that was L for the week. L. Did you take it? That was a huge L because now I got to pay this fucking. How much is it? It's 138 fucking dollars. So I'm yo, super fucking annoyed. Eden is like <laughs> Eden is a shock. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's like the the minimum, right? Like, nah, uh, the cheapest ticket is probably like sixty five dollars. Not yo. for a U turn. Um, the sixty five dollar ticket, I think, is the the speed camera. Eden is asking for a U turn. You got a hundred. Yes, one hundred thirty eight dollars for. My, mind you, a couple months ago. No, the city <laughs> the city is fucking crazy, and they do it to get to get money out of you um they've missed me for a couple of years i don't give them because i don't give them money for parking meters i don't give them money for anything and i damn sure don't get parking tickets so every once in a while i'd be like they just got to give me a ticket because they th- i'm on their radar because they, they haven't gotten money from me aside oh, from taxes the, the only thing i pay the city is, is my taxes so okay <laughs> i'm they're not making no money off my car <laughs> so <Word. laughs> They're like, give me the hundred thirty-eight dollars right, right now. Like that, this bitch ain't get a ticket in three years. Give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> so well, fuck them, fuck them. I hate them. That was my I L. Did you take any L? Well, the L's. I I kind of said the L's earlier with the whole um with the work situation. With the weird situation in the in the workplace that I do my best. Like I literally like I I know I'm a good person and all. But I didn't know that I impact so much people because mm-hmm. I work with, I supervise 16 young adults as well and plus 165 students. Whew. So I am like the second main supervisor. But I, I don't know, I spark light in everyone's heart and I help as I can and I do what I got to do. But I guess that day, one little mistake made her feel good. And made me made me get a discussion with her. Oh, okay. So that was the L that I took because I don't have discussions with my partner. We just work, mm-hmm. do what we got to do for the program and go by our day. But I felt like that was an L because it's like I really had to take a lot of paperwork home on July 4th and staple Ooh, a lot of papers. That was an L. But then I had to prepare for the next day and all of this good stuff. Then I was feeling good because I was like, okay, maybe I have like a few little mistakes for the first day of program. But I just felt like, okay, I understand that this is bad, but you know, we're, our office is right there. We yeah. could just change it. Why are so you, you going so hard? You L into a, to a W. I did, but the L was like, she made me feel a little bad yeah. about myself that day. But thank you, thank you, Lord, and thank you for myself that I changed it. And then I don't want to feel like that because I thought about it. I was like, I have a lot of pros and cons in this job. 
Yeah, they won't mistake. She sent me an email today, like about the discussion we had, and I'm like, let it go already. <laughs> Why are you sending me an email for? Like, right. I'm down. Let it go. This let is not go. you. <laughs> Stop acting tough, guy. <laughs> Now, nah, so that's, that's the little L, but my L turned into W, so it's all good. Yes, so mm-hmm. we're going to hop on the W train on that note. What other wins have you took? So a good win was that um, a good W was I saw my grandparents yesterday from my father's side, my father's parents. They're um, elderly and yo, man, cute. Like, I went over there. And everybody was so surprised because ever since I've been living on my own, I don't really visit family so much mm-hmm. because I'm like, welcome to the adult world. Yeah. Excuse it's, me. it's hard to make that time. Oh, my God. It's so hard. And, and so I try my best to really call them and stuff like that. But yesterday I got this motivation to go see my grandparents. It made me feel so good. I feel so accomplished. I also, um, I just felt good because, like you said, the connection of the family makes you yes. feel completed. Mm-hmm. And just seeing my roots was good. Like, I, I sat down with them. They made me food. I spoke to them. My, my grandfather actually played the saxophone oh for me. God. And it's funny because I showed them the tattoo that my boyfriend did for me, which is a saxophone. Yes. And I said, look, uh, my abuelo, this is the uh, saxophone that I did, like, in mem- like in memory of you, like, because you love saxophone. He was like, wow. And then he went and he's played a saxophone for me. That is so So that was a good W because I worked so hard that I'm not going to lie, guys, I've been yawning in the podcast. That's how tired (laughs) I am because of summer camp and this whole crazy week. But visiting my grandparents was cool. The second W that I got was that I did a three-way. I threw it back to, like, the early 2000s. I did a three-way call with my friends. One of my girl, Ashley. Ashley, shout-out to Ashley Wildflower. (laughs) She, um... She's in Vegas right now. She helped me get my apartment that I have right now. So, you know, there's not a lot of those out there helping out to get apartments out there. Sure. So she 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 lives in Vegas right now. She's getting her life together. Then my other friend, Yami Le, Yami, she, we did a three-way. And we, we literally, because um, I'm that friend that will ask you questions. And it will turn into like a talk show when we're just chilling on the phone. I'm that friend. So we were talking and we, and then my, um... We was just talking about all the all the good stuff. I don't know if I should say... Yeah, I think I should talk about that now, about the whole... We, we could talk about that later. The go-go dancing stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my friend was like, yo, I think I should do a go-go dance. I should be a go-go dancer. And I was like, hmm... And I think I think that was funny to me because people would be like, "What? A <laughs> go-go dancer?" But she, I was telling them, "Is like, it's how you make it. Like a go-go dancer is different. You, you're, yeah, you're exotic and you're pretty and all." But I was like, "Girl, do it if you got to do it." She was like, "You gotta get this money." And, I and was I, just gonna say, "Make your money, girl." Like, yeah, like she's not gonna go and strip and show her ass and her boobs. And even if she wanted to strip and show her ass and then her boobs, fine. All right, go ahead, girl, girl. Then do do it. Do make do your girl. money, sis. So she in Vegas. Shout out to that. So it was pretty dope. I, that W was cool. Talking to my friends, I made them feel That's better. That's beautiful. So yeah, lots of connections. <laughs> it was. My W this week was uh, the Fourth of July. Mm. <laughs> I don't celebrate the Fourth of July because it's about this horrible country, um, and my people were not free on the Fourth of July. Uh, shout out to Juneteenth. That's what I celebrate. But. I had a wonderful day off of work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of that day off from work in the middle of the week. It was so beautiful to stay home on a Wednesday. I woke up at 7.30 in the morning, which is late for me. Late? <laughs> yes. What time do you wake up? I have to wake up at 5 o'clock every morning. 
Oh, I, wow. I, I typically snooze till about 5.20. But I have to be up. Wow, that's Because so I have to be out of my house by like 6.15 a.m. Mm. to get to work for seven so i slept in till 7 30 a.m mm. that was beautiful look at how your mind is so used to waking up look yes. you were like 7 30 i'm like that's because that's, I, I turned off all my alarms mm. and i slept in till 7 30 it was beautiful that's good that's and good then I, I did nothing like absolutely <laughs> nothing the entire day i i ate cereal i haven't had cereal like a bowl of cereal in so long that was amazing. <laughs> and I played Sims 4. Mm, Sims 4? Yes. Yo. I, I'm obsessed with the Sims. but That's the, that's the game that they, play, that, you, you, they they make buildings and houses and stuff, right? And people. And uh-huh. people? Yes. And you remember my cousins used to play that on a computer? I've been playing that forever. I have it on my <laughs> laptop right now. But I don't get to play it as much because, you know, adult life. Adult life. So I got time to game, which was super, super relaxing. And I took like a nap. Uh, I just had so much fun doing absolutely nothing. The only, the most I did on uh, Wednesday was shower and brush my teeth and wash my face. Yeah, like, that was the most I wow, did. Wow, I wish I was with you that day. That sounds like my phone. That was. I was, was preparing for summer camp that I day. I know. <laughs> I had such a relaxing day. That was my win this week because no. there's it's like of course like you know not working on the weekends is like. You know, it's cool, but mm. there's there's something about having a day off in the middle of the week that feels so it special. It feels great. <laughs> feels great. So that was my win. But the last W is is being here too. Hey, yeah. man! Shout to G we for he, that. We, we, we here. We here. We here yes. talking shit. Talking our nah, shit. we talk, we talk, we're talking good shit. We dropping some gems. Yes, we are. But <laughs> talking our shit. That's another one. <laughs> Let's go to the M train. Are there any memes and things that you? I seen? think you got something. For I us. I, I think do. You got something. The meme that been cracking me up all fucking week. <laughs> Even just thinking about it, I start laughing. Is this shit with Jay Z? With his helmet and his life jacket on, because when they went jet skiing, oh, I him gotta and see B. Ah, oh, damn. You, if you don't got it, it's fine. I don't have it. Just, you should Google it right now. All right. Look for it. But Jay Z, him and Beyonce went jet skiing, and he has on a helmet, he has on a life jacket. And he's he looks like an old he has on like some glasses <laughs> and he's he just like looks like so like nervous. Oh and that's when Beyonce was right behind him? And she she wasn't on the same jet ski, but she's on another jet ski looking like she's living her best life. <laughs> of course. Of course. And mm. he just looks like so like nervous. And people have taken that image, which was funny on its own. And, and photoshopped him onto so many different things. They photoshopped him onto like one of the, the old people scooters um, in a parking lot. Damn, they'd be doing you bad, son. They photoshopped him on um like a like a kitty roller coaster. <laughs> they photoshopped him. They've they've been photoshopping him on a whole bunch of stuff and like mm. it's just the funniest thing to me. I, I just feel like they they mess with him so much because of his look. because he just looks so fu- it, to me it's just so interesting because like of course i'm from brooklyn when i was growing up i remember when i was in the fourth grade i was so in love with jay-z i oh man i thought I to rap like him you said what i want to rap like him me sh- i wanted to do everything like him <laughs> h to the is o v to the is a <laughs> i love jay-z so much when i was growing yes. up i thought he was so cute i wanted him to be my husband oh like i was obsessed with him he was from marcy i was like i know where marcy projects is it's right oh. down the block like i knew where that was <laughs> so i was obsessed with jay-z when i was little and now he's like an elderly man. <laughs> yeah, now he's. Let me see. Yes. Oh my god. I gotta see. Eden, show it to her. Yeah, that's. 
<laughs> show it to G. Eden's showing her the... Ay, hombre. Damn, they be... Yo, this Photoshop... Yo, and it's like, he's not even... He's not, like, super elderly. He's only, what, 44, 45? Yeah, but now that's it. They're throwing him in but the old pack. He, but it, because, honestly, he moves like an old man. Like, he, he has, like, the swagger <laughs> of, like a dad this and is. I love that he's a dad I love it it's like it's changed his whole image but it's just so funny he does look like a little oh yeah <laughs> that's the end of our side 8 episode tune in later this week to catch the B side and the rest of the episode until then stay dope stay dose and stay New York it's the New York dose baby oh.